Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and I am really excited today because Jessica is here with me, Jess, um, and she's going to be visiting with us about e-commerce, which I, I know so many of you have a burning desire to know more about. Um, I get asked these questions all the time, and so we're going to let Jess tell us all the secret answers. I'm really excited about the conversation, but thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Longtime listener, follower. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you today. That is so great. So she's been on the other side today. She's on the mic side, so it's all good. Um, so start by just telling us a little bit about your history. Why did you start Changemakers? What is it? Where? What's your background? Just give us the inside scoop. Yeah, my entire background is marketing and advertising for the past 15 plus years. And I started Lady Changemakers, I started building it in 2019 and really launched it in 2020. And it started as a directory, I called it the Yelp for Women. And we started with about 50 businesses and scaled to at uh, over 750 today. So our directory has grown a lot, which has been really exciting, um, mostly organic growth, which we can talk a little bit about today as well. Um, but we shifted a little bit last year where we're not just a directory anymore. I'm saying that we changed from Yelp for women to the Amazon for women. So now women-owned businesses can not only be found, but we can also shop them from our platform as well. That is so visionary. I love it. Um, yeah. So let's start by talking about organic growth. I mean, you have an e-commerce business model and um, so many of the listeners here either have a website or they're thinking about adding a website to their brick and mortar or their social selling platforms. Um, how do we grow organically and what does that matter? Should we be more focused on paid marketing and advertising, organic growth? What should we focus on? Because there's so many options and marketing, advertising growth, it's very overwhelming. Yes. Marketing in general can be very overwhelming on where to start. Um, but yes, organic traffic is incredibly important because it's free. So if you want to be, if you do have a website, you want to be able uh, to utilize that website as much as possible. And the best way to grow organically is through search engine optimization. So SEO, which is really just a fancy way to say, have content on your website. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> nice that you mentioned that because we hear SEO and it does, it sounds so scary, but you're saying we just need content on mm -hmm. our website. Yep. Just have content and make that's, if you're just starting from scratch, just do content and don't stress about it. But as you are starting to be consistent with your content, you can always optimize it, which is where the SEO really comes into play. And just making sure you have headlines and you have bolded and italicized text when it's important. 
What Google's really looking for is, are you providing the internet with relevant content for what your customer is searching for? So really all you have to do is find trending topics that relate to your business and write content around it. And that's really a great starting point for creating that organic traffic for your website. Okay. And so what do we do if we are, let's say, women's apparel or we're a gift shop um, or a shoe store? How do we put content on our website if it's it's a selling platform? Can you talk through that a little bit? Yeah, so I would take, um, if you're a dress boutique, the top five trends for the spring 2022, what are those going to be? Because that's what people are searching for. Um, If you are on Pinterest at all, or if you're not, I would suggest you are. It is such a huge platform, especially for product-based businesses. Um, And Pinterest predicts 80% of the trends that are going to happen every single year. So they have- Yeah, just search Pinterest predicts and they'll have a whole outline of trends that are coming up. So you can not only make sure you have products that are on trend, but you can also write the content around those trends and how your business is staying on top of trends. So that's really great content for Pinterest. Um, I'm really huge on repurposing content. So an easy trick for SEO is pretty much everyone's doing video these days. So if you're doing video on Instagram or TikTok, make sure you're taking that video, putting it on your website and just translate what you had in the camp, either in the captions or in your audio and just translate it um, and make sure that's just text on your page. So you have your video, you have the text of the audio below it, um, or just paste your caption in there as well and just kind of expand on it. So it used to be that Google really wanted long blogs that you had, they had to be like 1800 words. And that's no longer a requirement for Google. They're looking for relevant content. And if you already wrote it for your Instagram captions, you're already pretty much set. I love that. Yeah. So don't think so hard about, um, you know, how do you do this? I think the important thing is just to start putting content on repurposing content that you've already made. You've put descriptions in place in your Shopify account, or like you said, in your Instagram for your products. Anyway, why not use those and start loading the website with that? Mm -hmm. Um, When you, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say it's even, you can even take it a step easier too. Um, Instagram provides you an embed link that you can just put into your blog article So it's not even like you have to re-upload anything. All you're taking is that code that Instagram gave you and just put it right in your blog and the video or the image will just populate. Oh my goodness. I love that. Little hacks. We have to have that, right? There's so many things to do as business owners. Mm -hmm. Anytime we can be quicker and more efficient, that's great. Um, So when you've worked with a client or have seen a really successful e-commerce store, What do you think they've done really well? What has driven traffic and then conversions on their site? Well, if I look at this year and what's supposed to be trending this year, it's all about personalization. So making sure your customer feels heard and those, um, the businesses I see doing really well are putting their customers first. They're highlighting them on their social media. They're taking their feedback into consideration. They're making them feel like they're a part of their brand and their business and helping in decisions. Um, And that's going really well for businesses this year Um, because of all of these Apple updates that keep happening with their security updates, it's actually hurting small businesses the most because our ads aren't doing as well. So if you're paying for 
Facebook ads, they're not performing as well as they used to because we can't track that third-party data anymore. So it's all about first-party data, which is gathering that personal information that someone is willing to give your business. So if I sign up for your email newsletter, make sure that you're capturing the first and last name, birthday, if you can, if they want to give you what state they're living in, that's also great. But being able to capture that personal information on them so you can send them personalized emails and personal information that they're looking for on your business. So those businesses that are really focusing on personalization this year are going to do really well. Okay, that's really interesting. So we're no longer third-party players here. We need to jump to the front of the line and just speak directly with our customers, whether that be through email or social media, what information will they give us? I also love that you mentioned kind of the testimonial idea. Like if we have customers that really love our brand or they're faithful, um, you know, contributors to the profitability of our business and they like talking about it in the community, let's ask if, if we can share that information. It sounds like that's what Google and the search engines and the social platforms are really looking for. They want to know that we're relevant and mm-hmm. our customers are who say we're relevant, not mm-hmm. us. Is that, yes. Am I hearing that right? Yes, definitely. And make sure you're, yeah, de- ask for those testimonials and ask for those reviews, especially on things like your Google business profile. Um, so it's super easy. It's free to set up your Google business profile. Once you set it up, you don't really have to do anything with it afterwards. But if you collect those reviews, they populate in Google searches too when people search for your business. And that's the first thing they're going to see are those reviews and how well someone likes your business. So it's really important to be capturing those. They they have a lot of weight towards them when new customers come to your business, whether or not they decide to buy. Okay. So let's talk about making change. Lady Changemakers, love the name. Tell me why you thought about building this business. Why does it matter to you? What do you really envision for the outcome of what you've been building with the Lady Changemakers? Her long-term vision is really to create an even playing field for women-owned businesses. So male-owned businesses, they've just had a leg up for a long time, and they statistically receive more funding, more capital, and more media attention than women-owned businesses do. So Lady Changemakers is really out to even that playing field, making sure that we're seen just as much as they are. Um, And I just wanted a platform where we could all be in one spot together and easily find and support one another. So the difference between how you started more as the Yelp and then where you migrated more of the Amazon, if you will, talk us through what that difference looks like. Did you plan on that from the beginning, this migration, or was that something that evolved as your business was growing? I am definitely a pie in the sky thinker. I always think bigger and bigger every single year. So even this year, I have bigger plans for the platform than I did last year. So I... um, Actually, when I, I always thought it was just going to be a directory. I thought that would be enough. And originally when I created the directory, it was supposed to be, you could go out into your local community, easily find a women-owned business in your area. And then the pandemic hit and having that local aspect wasn't as important as having a more national aspect to it. You can support women-owned businesses where, wherever you are, right from your phone. So it kind of kept growing into a bigger vision. And I noticed that it was great that I could get women visibility within our directory because we focused on SEO um, and I had like different listing options you could do. So if you upgraded your listing, you would get all of the SEO benefits and the ones that did upgrade would receive 70% more visibility on their listings because of the SEO we did. 
So I knew I could get them visibility, but I wanted to know that I could get them sales as well. So that was really important. It's not enough to be seen. We need to be putting our money where our mouths are and really yes. supporting the women that are in this platform. So I had a bigger idea last year where I wanted to migrate to more of a marketplace. I saw a need for it. I've been seeing a lot of things with Etsy lately, just their listing fees just went up again. Um, and I can't even keep track of the number of fees that people get charged on Etsy anymore. Same with Amazon, they charge fees for listing, the transaction, credit card fees, they have fees for everything. So our platform is unique in that we don't charge any of those fees. We have a fee into the marketplace and that's it. So it's a one-time fee. Um, and what's nice about that is that you don't have to manage any more inventory because I can only imagine all of the things product-based businesses have to think about when they have to manage a storefront that's not just from their website. So you're managing inventory in separate places. So I didn't want to deal with that personally, and I knew others wouldn't either. So our platform just works with your website. So you give us the links to your products, we put it into our platform, and that's it. Nice. That's so easy. You make it simplified, make mm -hmm. it super slick. So what kind of businesses are listed in your site? What are kind of, what's the gamut of your member role? It's a little bit of everything. So when we launched our platform, we started with 25 women-owned businesses in our marketplace, and each one is in a different category. And what's unique about ours is we're not only product-based, we're service-based as well. So whatever you're selling, we can sell on our platform. So even if you're just looking to grow your podcast list, your email list, that can also be listed in our marketplace. So it's very unique in that whatever you're selling as a woman-owned business, it can actually be in our platform. Oh, that's really interesting. I love that. Very exciting. So um, let's just talk about small business ownership a little bit before we close today. You're a small business owner and you work with hundreds and hundreds of small business owners. Um, what are some words of encourage that, encouragement that you might have? What are some things that you've done well as a small business owner and maybe some things that you wish you would have done a little bit different from the get-go? It's a loaded question. Right. <laughs> I think one of my biggest lessons last year was learning when something wasn't working. And I say that in that my business model was the MailChimp model, which is get people into my directory for free and then upsell them later. And that worked for MailChimp, but they also weren't profitable for like 10 years. And okay, we don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I had to realize I, and it wasn't until I hired a business consultant. So I invested in my business, which I am a huge advocate of, is finding that expert that sees the blind spots that I don't see. So I hired a business consultant. It was the best investment I ever made. And she was the only person that told me my business model was awful and wouldn't be profitable. So she helped me redesign my entire business model, which helped fund the new platform that we were able to create. So because my business wasn't really making a ton of money because upselling is a lot harder than it seems. Um, I was able to pre-sell people into my new platform. So these are my founding members who really believed in our mission and are 100% in. Um, they helped make what Lady Changemakers is today. So it's created this community, which was really exciting and I wasn't really planning for. Um, but learning to invest in your business when it's right for you and learning when something's not working and being able to pivot. I know we all heard pivot in 2020 a million times, but it's true. Like you, you do need to know when to pivot. And you, once you realize that you need to make those changes as quickly as possible. 
Yeah. So not getting emotionally attached to the idea of what we think our business should be, but really listening to wise counsel. It sounds like you had a great business coach um, that you listened to. So you didn't just pay her and then not listen. You also listened to her advice. Um, But then being willing to say, you know what, just because this is what I envisioned and it's not working, it doesn't mean that this is a failure. It just means that I might need to change course a little. I need, might need to change the way that I'm doing something or add some elements in. So I love, I love that. Um, what word of advice would you love to leave with the, the listeners today as we head off on this Tuesday? Yeah, I guess I'll just go back to um, invest in your business when it's right for you. Um, for me, it's always motivating to put a large sum of money that makes me uncomfortable towards something that I know is going to accelerate my business growth. So I know I'm super motivated because I put that money down. I'm going to get my money's worth. So when I hired a business consultant, I was all in, I did everything she told me to, and it worked because I believed in my business and I believed in her. Um, so just invest in your business when it's right. I know sometimes financially can't always happen. So I know when I first started, it was all about consuming podcasts like yours. It was consuming all the free content that I could possibly do. And I even bartered with some people. So I bartered with a life coach in trade for marketing services. So there's ways if you're not financially able to, to still invest in your business and yourself. Oh, Jess, that's so, so good. I love it. And it's a great segue for me to just remind everyone that's listening here that if you're not a member of the boutique workshop, it's such a great opportunity to come in and get some coaching, to learn some things. I think it's a good reminder that when we make ourselves uncomfortable, when we create that friction, we're going to live up to that challenge. We're going to push ourselves beyond our limits, right? So when we have, like you said, you invested in that, in that coach and that's a little scary, but then you say, no matter what, I'm getting my money's worth out of it. It just pushes us past um, what we, you know, our comfort zone. So I love that for sure. Um, where can people find you? Or if they're really interested in working with you, what would be a good way for them to reach out? Yeah, on all social media, we're at Lady Changemakers. Um, most active on Instagram. You can always DM me there. Our website's ladychangemakers.com. So if you're interested in shopping the platform, just head over there. And if you're interested in joining, we've got some information on ladychangemakers.com. There's just a vendors tab that you can kind of explore um, and find more information out there. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. This was awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Boutique Workshop podcast. Oh, let's see. What do we have going on that we need to go over? Um, If you haven't had a chance, there are a couple free masterclasses on the Boutique Workshop website. I have my free inventory genius masterclass if you're struggling with inventory. And we also have our Profit First for Retail masterclass. These are completely free. It's just a great way, like Jess mentioned, to just dig in and invest in yourself for a little bit, even if it's just investing of your time. So head on over to theboutiqueworkshop.com. I can't wait to meet you there. Bye for now. Hey friend, how are you feeling about your bookkeeping? Confused, unsure of where to start, maybe completely overwhelmed? I want to tell you that you are not alone. And that's why I'm so excited about Harquin Bookkeeping. Harquin Bookkeeping specializes in boutique bookkeeping, and it's really affordable. That's why I want you to go and check them out. Go to boutique, 
boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. That's boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Jump on the phone with one of their experts. They'll talk to you about your boutique, what your needs are, and give you a quote. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Hey, boutique owner. Thanks for joining me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I love Tuesdays, and it's not just because I get to show up here on the podcast on Tuesday, but it's because for the past several years, I've been showing up live for my members over in the Boutique Workshop membership on Tuesdays. Tuesday is our day. We get things done, and I love it. Now, you might be new here to the podcast and think, well, I don't even know what the Boutique Workshop membership's all about. Or you might be one of those gals who has heard about the membership for months, maybe even years, and you haven't joined. Okay, I'm speaking to all of you this morning. You absolutely need to join the membership. And why is that? Because the Boutique Workshop membership offers three things that are so important to your profitability and your peace of mind as a boutique owner. First of all, amazing content. We don't do fluff in the boutique workshop. We offer content that you need, things that are relevant to your business. We offer concepts and ways to implement those concepts that are really going to help you grow and take a step forward. Now we do that all through awesome coaching. If I can say so myself, the way that I coach in the boutique workshop or any of my clients is different than any other coach. And why is that? because I've been there and done that. I've owned a boutique. I've stayed up all night. I've had that awful feeling in the pit of my stomach because I didn't know if I could pay the bills on Monday morning or make a big decision that was coming down the pipeline. I've been you. And so I coach with a completely different mindset. I coach knowing what it's like to be on your, in your shoes and on the side of things. And I know what it's like to come out on the other side and to build profitability into my business. And then we wrap that all together with the most vibrant community you've ever been a part of. Our community is built of women that are forward thinking, problem solving, positive women who are growing their businesses the right way. I want you to be part of the boutique workshop. And so I'm offering you a $100 gift. That's right. I want you to go into the show notes here and look for the special discount link. If you click on this link, it's going to give you $100 off our enrollment over in the boutique workshop. We have some amazing things that we've implemented just in these last few days. You get to be part of all of it. So come on over. Make Tuesdays an even better day for you and your business. Keep listening to me here on the podcast, of course but join us over in the Boutique Workshop. Let's go deeper. Let's get you that content, coaching, and community you have been longing for. And let's wrap those things together to create profitability and peace of mind for you and your business. I'll see you over there.